Hi guys, Cooper here from the Unquote Podcast. Unquote delves into what makes movie quotes so, well, quotable. See, I have a guest each week watch a movie selected from the American Film Institute's Top 100 Movie Quotes list. And then we sit down and ponder cultural impingement and cinematic preponderance and... Okay, you got me. My thesaurus was totally open. A little factual and a lot of fun, it's the least contentious peanut gallery in history. Unquote is part of the Rogue Intel Network, and you can find me on iTunes, Facebook, and Twitter. Welcome to the Powerful Nerdcast. I am Corey, and joining me again is Christian. Hello, internets. Yes, welcome to another amazing show. We got a really big week this week. We are just off the heels of May 4th. That is Star Wars Day, which unfortunately I did not get to celebrate because I had a long day. But it's all going to be made up for the fact that tomorrow, Captain America Civil War is coming to theaters. That's right, the heroes are going to be fighting, but that's not what we're here to talk about today. We're going to save that for the next podcast because we're going to see that movie tomorrow. We're going to do a whole podcast just talking about that movie. I'm really, really excited about it. But we have a lot of cool topics today. One thing I want to say is that Naruto is coming back in a really big way. Not only is the anime version finally starting to adapt the manga storyline, but we just got a brand new manga, which is called Boruto. Naruto, the next generation's no relation to Star Trek, but it looks like it's going to be really (laughs) exciting. And I got to do a whole review of the first chapter, but Christian, you were not here, and you didn't have an opportunity to voice your opinion about this. And I really want to hear from you, because in my review, I noticed that a lot of people are not happy about this manga. Most of it having to pertain to the art. Just give me your entire thoughts about this whole Boruto thing. Okay, well, I'm not going to review it necessarily, but I will give you my overall thoughts. So... I liked the color pages at the beginning. I thought that they were really cool and interesting. Also, pretty awesome that you see Boruto gets a Byakugan. A lot of people say uh, that this uh, chapter was a lot like the film, the Boruto movie. And it is. It has a lot to it. It's following the exact same beats in a lot of the same ways. Um, But I I think that uh, people are just mad that uh, it's the same. And I don't know if that's necessarily a fair justification. Because maybe they just have to get through that. You know, because the, the things that happen in the Boruto movie are going to help define who that character is. So to think that we're upset that we're seeing it again in a manga about Boruto is sort of strange. You know, it's like they just have to get through that to get to the new stuff. And <clears throat> they also hint that uh, Naruto's dead, which is pretty interesting, you know. And uh, obviously there must be someone very powerful if they're capable of doing that. But overall, I liked it and I thought it's a good start. And But there were things that I didn't like. One, I thought the art was week i thought it was quickly rushed and maybe that has something to do with it being 40 something pages um and then the other thing is i thought the uh introduction of sasuke was quite good i thought that that was cool and uh, you do see that boruto is more like sasuke than naruto which is interesting sort of crossover um overall i think it was a strong start and i think that the internet is just angry that um you know they're kind of getting some repetitive storytelling yeah but the it, internet is angry understatement of the century yeah exactly but what was the internet angry when um they did uh dragon ball super manga and they redid battle of gods no was the internet angry when we had to go through all that dragon ball super stuff again in the manga now the manga's behind the anime but people still like it, mm-hmm. so I don't get it. Well, to know? be fair, Dragon Ball Super did have something of a rough start, especially when it comes to the anime version. Oh, yeah, it did. It did. Episode, what, 13? Was that the uh, infamous uh, one? I think it was episode 5. Oh, the, 5. The infamous yeah. battle between Goku and uh, Beerus. Beerus on King Kai's planet. Poorly animated. Mm. Yeah, so... um. I don't know. I, I kind of want to read a few more chapters, but considering they only come out once a month, I couldn't really tell you how I feel about it. But I will say that the uh, first chapter got me excited. Okay. So um, Something that is interesting uh, is that apparently this first arc of this Boruto story is going to be directly based or at least expanding upon the Boruto movie. And uh, I haven't seen it yet. You know, I haven't decided to pirate that film. And because of that, my perspective on the chapter has been completely different. Like, how close does it really follow, like, the entire movie? Like, does it open up with them discussing we're getting ready to go into the tuning exams? I don't really want to be the one to decide that because I glanced at the movie with Korean 
subtitle or okay. Korean uh, uh, voice actors and stuff. So Which is safe to say you probably skimmed through it and went right to the action I scenes. went right to the action. So <laughs> okay. to tell you how closely it was is hard for me to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does feel like it's going on the same beats. Naruto's very busy because he's Hokage. Boruto's very frustrated because he can't hang out with his dad. I mean, that was apparent from the end of the final chapter of Naruto. Yeah. That because... Boruto has a really strained relationship with his father. So none of that seems weird to me. You know, like, that all seems they're following the same beats. You know, like, uh, Naruto had pervy sage jutsu. You know, like, would you be upset if... That was hinted at the beginning of the show, and then when in the first manga chapter of it to drop, he does that. And you're like, this is the same shit. Why would you be mad about that? That's just the way the story is going to be told. Um, I really hope that they expand on like the Sasuke Boruto relationship because mm-hmm. I feel like that just got kind of uh, like this is getting flushed out a little better. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm excited about that, and also I think that Sasuke is a character that doesn't get to like hang out and chill. And you just watch him do things, you know? So, like, it's kind of cool that we're getting a more casual version of Sasuke just walking around the village, hanging out, you know? Like, usually he's on secret missions and, you know, stabbing dudes when they're not looking and stuff. Like, intense <laughs> shit. But, like, now he's just hanging out. So, I kind of like that. Uh, also, what what else really happened? It's just, like, there was some family drama in the manga? Basically, the whole chapter was family drama. It's yeah. just, it's all a build-up to the next big tuning exam where all the brand-new teams are getting ready to go and participate. They also and, introduced those chakra uh, elements, those, those chakra uh, enhancers. Uh, yeah, they have these, like, brand-new things, which are, like, these gauntlets that the ninja can wear. Yes. And they can actually, like, put any sort of, like, jutsu or special ability Within these gauntlets, which actually take the form of these tiny little scrolls. Basically yes. think of those as the bullets that go into the gun. And you can weaponize just about every single jutsu. Like, even if you're not, like, from a specific clan that uses, like, a special ability, you can put that ability in the scroll, place it into the weapon, and, like, fire it like a gun. Like, Konoharmaru shoots, like, a Rasengan across the forest and destroys, like, almost everything, which... In retrospect, not a great idea because he ends up destroying a house, but, you know, whatever. They got Yamato in the village. They can rebuild that shit in an instant. That is going to play into the tuning exam. So they do have that in the movie? Yes. Wow, I did not even know they had anything like that in the movie. Do you want me to keep going and sure, explain Sure, yeah. Okay, so, so pretty much what happened, it's not a spoiler for anyone else, just for you, Corey. Just for me. I, I'm surprised I've had pretty, so much patience with seeing this movie. Pretty much Boruto gets called out for cheating, because he uses it during the tuning exam. Oh, Boruto, you uh, bastard! Yeah, so, uh, and that's kind of like one of the big turning points of the movie, because mm-hmm. Boruto doesn't actually understand, for some reason, even though he has Naruto as his dad, I don't think he understands how powerful his dad is. Uh, you know, from just hard work and also having a giant demon in you and, uh, uh you know, all those things. So to, for him to, uh, uh, he was just looking for a way to get an edge over everyone, but then for everyone else, it was kind of like, or then, uh, the bad guys attack right after Boruto gets discovered as cheating, you know, and like Naruto calls him out in front of the whole village and everything. Like he goes down there and like looks at his wrist and he's like, you're using these things, you know, you're not supposed to, this is cheating. You know that. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden the bad guys attack. And uh, Boruto gets to see Naruto like kick ass and like create giant demons behind him and all this crazy stuff. And he realizes, oh, wait, I have to be able to do this on my own. I can't use these things. And that's going to be a huge thing, if not on the next chapter, probably the third one, you know, when we actually get into the tuning exam. So um, it's sort of interesting that they have these devices that you can pretty much create any jutsu yeah that's that's really uh it's really interesting you bring that up because like one of the key points of that chapter too is like apparently the group that's like developing these like brand new chakra weapons uh they even suggest to naruto's like maybe we should equip all of our ninja with these during the next tuning exam and naruto's like hell freaking no the whole point of the tuning exam is to show the growth of the ninja in the village and if we do this that doesn't really show anything it just means all they can do is pull a trigger yeah Oh, Naruto even I, – I guess I missed that part mm-hmm. in the chapter. I didn't really stare at it all that much. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, like – so now that you see that Naruto is against that because Naruto is the guy that created everything through hard work and perseverance and all that and shit. And luckily that, having a demon shoved into his stomach. Yes, yes. You know, I guess he beat the Which shit out of Which at the beginning of the series, they're like, oh, no, you shouldn't use that. And then by the end, they're like, oh, use it all the time. Use it all the time, you know. <laughs> it, it's interesting. It's um, interesting. In the movie, was there, like, any hint to that character of Kawaki, the guy from the future, or is that all brand new stuff? I don't think that guy's in it Okay, well, that's at least kind of interesting that we got, like, a, that, That's got to taking it farther than the movie ever took mm-hmm. it. Especially know? considering that apparently takes place at some point in the future where Boruto is a teenager and he's fighting against this one ninja by the name of Kawaki. All of Konoha Village is just completely destroyed. 
Um, and honestly, yeah, I have to agree. The first couple pages were the most interesting just yeah. because of that aspect. I mean, it was just it was more visually appealing, of course, when compared to the rest of the chapter as well. I'm not sure how I feel about the character of Kawaki because one, we don't know anything about him quite yet. And, uh, you know, his design to me is just okay. To me, he kind of comes across as like a, a filler villain. Like oh, you the think way so? He's designed. Yeah, I guess you could say um, that. I thought he was a cool villain, though. Mm-hmm. Cool-ish. But, I mean, like I said, though, we don't know anything about him, like what his special abilities are. He basically just stands around, looks cool, and has a bow staff. Like, that's that's all we know. But everyone looks cool when they're battle damaged. True. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, especially in the Naruto series. That was meant to uh, make that look really awesome. I, I always remember this episode of Samurai Jack where it was an episode where kids were narrating it. It was like a... Like all these kids, like were fans of Samurai Jack, so they were, were they all hanging around Daku? Yeah, and he yeah. was like really hating their stories. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I actually remember. do remember that episode. And then they were like, okay, and then Jack climbs to the top of the tower, but he's all battle damaged, and it was like him, and all of a sudden he goes ching, and he's like his hair's everywhere, and he's all scarred up, and they're like, yeah, that's way cooler. <laughs> and like I was like, ever since then, I always noticed that, you know. I can't wait for the Samurai Jack reboot on Adult Swim. That's gonna be great. That's gonna be crazy. I really can't wait to see what they're gonna be doing with that because. You know, nostalgia is always a really big thing, like, right now. They're, they're constantly reviving things, and uh, I think it was Gendy Tartatovsky, which is a really hard name by the, to say, I have the no way. idea how you ace that name. Just yeah, uh, the main reason is because I reviewed every episode of Clone Wars, and he did yes. that, too. Um, you know, his show Samurai Jack, I think, you know, at the time when I was younger, it just, it came kind of at this wrong period where, you know, I was just getting into high school, and I was like, I can't watch cartoons, I'm a cool, badass, hip teenager, and I sort of, like, disregarded it, but now that I'm much older and I don't give a shit about stuff, like, I've ended up rewatching like, all of Samurai Jack, and I was like, wow, that was, like, pretty damned awesome, like, and gorgeous to watch, there's some episodes that have, like, zero dialogue in it, and it's just, like, all dedicated to animation, that's freaking great. I can't wait to see that return to Adult Swim, and I pray that it has the same art style. Because uh, I think another one of uh, Gendy Tartatovsky's shows also just came back to uh, Cartoon Network, and boy, is it causing so much controversy right now. What show? Uh, the Powerpuff Girls. There's a new version of that? There's a new version of the Powerpuff Girls, which I watched when I was younger, when I was in middle school. I'm not going to lie. And I thought it was actually pretty funny for what it was. Um, And, you know, it wasn't fully Gendy Tartatowski. It was actually created, I think, by a guy named Craig McCracken. Uh, but they brought back the show. <laughs> Craig McCracken. Yeah, that's fun to say, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Craig McCracken! Um, Craig McCracken's uh, show has been brought back, and apparently all the old people have nothing to do with the show, and they brought it back, and the art style is completely different. And what's most troubling about it is how it's been pandering to millennials, like by using like a lot of lingo and memes, like no me gusta and, and twerking, and it's like that just doesn't belong in that and there's this thing that's going on right now i don't know if you've seen it on youtube there's this one guy who made this video where he goes in front of a green screen and he walks out with this giant clock and he's like it is time to stop we have got to stop this right now and that's being used in so many videos i was almost tempted to use it in uh in one of my videos a couple of weeks ago but every single review i've seen of that brand new powerpuff girl show as featured that guy with a clock. Like, you can look that up right now. What do I search? The guy with big clock? <laughs> I, I'm not really sure if it's guy with big clock, but just go to YouTube and uh, see if it's, like, time to stop. You should be, or it's time to stop. You should be able to find it. And uh, this this guy's just really, really funny. And, like, he clearly made oh, the yeah. clip so that people could use it. And I've seen it pop up on, like, hundreds of videos. It's been really popular. Basically, when someone wants to, uh, oh, yeah, there we go. The clock's broken, one of the hands. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just, it's so applicable to just about any, like, hate video. My favorite call you out video on YouTube has got to be, um, um, let me see if I can find it. But yeah, even uh, two days ago, like when the Boruto chapter was released, people had some of the reviews and they brought out the the clock guy. It's time to stop. <laughs> like, if there's something you don't like, you can apply that to just about anything. The Ghostbusters oh, trailer, this- brand new Call of Duty. It's so bad. <laughs> uh, that's one of those things that will really get stuck in your head, though. I know. There's like... Well, well, the first thing that comes up, the third video is, 
Fine Brothers. Elders react to Why You Lying. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Fine Brothers. Uh, I'm glad they're recovering. Actually, I don't really care. Ah, oh, man. I think what the, the whole thing they do is bullshit. What, what are we doing, Corey? We are creating content. What they do is they just sit old people in front of stuff and they just record them. Yeah. And they slap their name on it like they made it. I have to admit, though, of all the, the React videos they do, my favorite ones are the ones with the elders. Yeah, because we're old people now. We can relate. We're yeah. old people. Although, like, whenever they make kids play, like, Nintendo or something, that really makes me feel old. Cause really? Because you hear the kids like, what is this? How do you even turn it on? It works on this TV? <laughs> Why yeah. is this TV so big? You know, it really makes me glad that I grew up in that generation beforehand. Oh, man. Like, there's that Goku doing the Why You Always Lie in animation, you know? Like, and it's shot for shot recreated with Goku. <laughs> like, they, they took animation lying. from an old Dragon yeah. Ball and they just made it work with it? Yeah. No, no, no. They, I guess someone animated it. Oh, okay. It's, like, truly animated. It's funny, though. <laughs> <sighs> man, the internet. I love you, internet. Oh, they love to hate. They love to hate. Stop it. It's time to stop right now. Exactly. I'm, I'm really tempted to use that eventually. But uh, speaking of hate... Uh, going back to Boruto for just a second, I think, the, like I said, the biggest thing most people had a problem with, aside from the fact that the story is something of a rehash, is the artwork. Like, a lot of people are like, look at fucking Sasuke. Why does he look like Alan Rickman from the Harry Potter movies? <laughs> I don't like Sasuke. He's like he keeps turning more and more emo as time goes on. I wouldn't say he's turning emo, but they just they need to be more damn consistent with how some of these characters look. I think Naruto has been the most consistent, even though he basically has a shorter haircut, but... You know, he, he at least resembles Naruto in a sense. And then you got fucking Hinata, who barely even looks like herself anymore. When I saw her for the first I'm like, is that... That's Hinata, right? Is that one of her cousins? She just looks completely different. Somehow her boobs just became a lot smaller. Is that the first thing you worried about? You're yep. like, no! No! Her boobs! Why? This fictional character's titties. I, one out of five. Don't care. No more Hinata boobs. Whatever. At least you get to see Boruto and their friends beating the fuck out of a panda. I'm sure Peta would love that. I like Peta bread. Yeah. Peta is good. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, but going back to hate again. Um, Let's get on that hate train. One thing that's been really like big right now on YouTube is like trying to get a video that has the most hates. Like The most downvoted. The most hates. And I think the, the most downvoted video right now is the Ghostbusters trailer. It's the most downvoted movie trailer movie trailer you have to that's a that's a thing you need to say okay it's the most downvoted movie trailer is the ghostbusters which i can't wait to see how that's going to turn out but just in the last couple of days uh they just released the trailer for the brand new call of duty game and it's called call of duty infinite warfare now i haven't played a call of duty or even owned one i think since the very first modern warfare okay um but Honestly, when I saw the trailer for the first time, I was like, huh, this is kind of the first time I'm interested in it. Um, and it kind of takes on like this brand new futuristic setting. A lot of people are comparing it to Halo. I mean, what do you feel about it? I like it. Uh, you know, I went back and I read some comments someone put on our, our page. And they're like, hey, Corey, you're going to love this new Call of Duty. It's like Gundam. It's like the the uh, Earth people versus the colony people. Mm -hmm. You know, And I was like, oh, I guess it kind of is like that. We just need some big-ass fucking Gundams. Well, they do have a mech in there. They do have mechs, yeah. They do have a mech in there. Mm -hmm. So, I, I don't know. I find the uh, the whole thing sort of interesting. Uh, I'm just so over Call of Duty, man. Like, yeah, that's, that's the thing. Like, I'm, I'm literally having to fake that I care about this right now to talk about it. You know, like, <laughs> like, like, Call of Duty is just so done for me in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. And I, I hate saying it like that. I mean, hell, I'm... you've been there since the beginning. I remember back when the first one came out. You're like, Corey, check out this kick-ass World War II game, Call of Duty. I know, and it like was that, fun. The Inception, it was really cool at the time. That and Battlefield. I mm -hmm. mean, I was into those games. Hardcore. Mm -hmm. I'm talking the original World War II versions. Like, I remember we'd jump in Willie's Jeeps and, like, drive towards the battlefield. And there'd be, like, planes shooting machine guns. The old P2 Mustangs and stuff. Like, it was a lot of fun. And then the world got really upset about World War II games. And said, stop fucking making them. And then they make modern games. And now everyone's saying, stop fucking making those. And it's like, how do you win? You mm -hmm. know, you can't. <laughs> That's just the, the fact of the matter. I mean, Modern Warfare started out not being too futuristic, but now it's like full on sci fi at this point, especially with all these fucking spaceships and mechs and power suits and robots and shit. I mean, Call of Duty has literally evolved like since its inception. Um, I don't think it's a bad thing. It's just 
there really doesn't seem anything like new in terms of the gameplay mechanics. I guess you can jump. You can double jump. Cool. Yeah, jetpack. I, could, I double jumped in Metroid <laughs> Prime back in 2002. You can uh, you get cooler gun skins, you know? I mean, they now have, like, glowy sights and stuff, and the i'm reaching here Corey. Yeah, exactly <laughs> i'm reaching here now, now you see now that you're saying this though now i'm kind of trying now I'm, now I'm starting to understand like like where a lot of this like this menace is coming from there's a lot of madness in this because it's just sort of like man guys like what are we doing here you know like are we just gonna just you're gonna keep turning this into madden you're just gonna pump a new one out every year i mean that's what i mean they've released a call of duty every year since like modern warfare Look, the story's not that important. I no. hate to say it because it's not. People get by that game. Some people, I bet, don't even play the single player. Mm-hmm. They just immediately jump online, want to learn the maps, want to get advantage over people by knowing the maps better than everyone for the first month or two and dominating online. And Call of Duty is like, besides Minecraft, probably one of the biggest Let's Play you know, uh, markets out there. And I get it. It's really big, but man, I'm over it. But I'll tell you what FPS I really want to play and it's coming out uh, next week. Can I guess what it is? Yes. Overwatch? Wrong! Doom! Aw, really? Dude, Doom looks great. Doom uh, looks okay. No, nah, dude, I'll tell you why Doom looks great. Because Doom is like going back to the old school style of Quake. You know, like the strafe and move and jump and dodge. Like, you should see the 45-minute uh, gameplay trailer that IGN put out with one of the developers. Like, they just sat and played the game for like 45 minutes. And uh, no reloading. That's you don't the, reload your gun? Just the ammo you have just comes out of the gun. What the hell? Because the speed is really important in that game. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to be able to just move, jump, move, jump, shoot, shoot, move, jump. And there's no ammo in the sense that, like, you don't have to pick up ammo. The ammo you get is from the the enemies you kill. It okay. drops from enemies. Now, this is for single player. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not talking about the multiplayer. Okay. I mean, the multiplayer, I don't know if I'd actually get into. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, for, Doom has never really been known for its multiplayer, though. No, it's not. They, you know, one of the other things is in every level, they have a secret uh, old school Doom level built into it that you can discover. Oh, really? And then immediately the old music plays, you know? Is it like they, they took the old, like, original Doom game and, like, remade the map just in 3D? No, it's it's not like a new version of mm-hmm. the old map. It's like the old map, but it just has the, the current demons because, you know, they didn't import the old demons, but yeah. But, like, do the graphics look old school and everything? Yeah, yeah, and the music changes, and it's the same Doom music and everything. And uh, I don't know. I've just been getting into Doom, and mm-hmm. I'm like, ooh, this looks fun. You know, again, man, I read a few reviews though, and said the single player is only 20 hours, and it made me sort of only sad. Only, and you're disappointed? Is that bad? 20 hours is perfect. 20 hours is too much. Really? I think so. To you know, a, a lot of what people... happened to 40 hour single player? How many games can you say are 40 hour single players that are not Zelda? RPGs? Which Zelda? Are some of the Zeldas that long? Some. Some. And and by some, I mean, like, one. Okay. And that was, like, Skyward Sword, and that's, like, the first time you Metal played Metal Gear game. Solid games. Uh, most of that time is watching cutscenes. <laughs> okay. I just want more than... I want more than 10 hours of single player. Okay. Like, because if you're going to give me a game that obviously has some story built into it, mm-hmm. like, I bet Call of Duty single player is five hours, bro. Like, I bet it's almost nothing. You know? Like, but this game looks like it's uh, it's at least 20 hours if you look for all the stuff. I mean, that's stuff. a long time for a shooter. You think so? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, to, to me, the perfect length of a game is 12 to 15 hours. Okay. I mean, maybe if I were younger and I had a lot more free time, maybe 20 hours is what I would be saying. But sometimes I think games can sort of, like, just they, they go on for way too long if they're like that. I mean, this isn't fucking Skyrim. It's Doom. You walk down hallways <laughs> and you chainsaw uh, demons in the face and snap necks, cash checks. I mean, it's 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 all about just hallway violence. And I, I don't know how they're going to expand that for 20 hours unless the story is just unfrickin' godly. Dude, so yeah, I am super flippin' excited about Doom. I think that that game is going to be awesome, and I think it's about time that uh, Doom gets a proper sequel. Because the one that came out in, like, mid-2000s was good, but it wasn't, like, Doom. I mean, it was Doom. It was walking down hallways and shooting shit. Yeah, it wasn't I mean, that's good. what Doom is all about. This new one's going to be better. And it was scary. Like, that was what I think I loved most. What was it? Doom 3, I think is what they called it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I enjoyed it. I mean, to me, it was basically a reboot. But, like, I liked the environments. I liked the feel of the guns and everything. But, I mean, I have to admit, this one looks cool, too. It looks like they're going for more of an action-oriented route as opposed to being just straight-up scary, which... 
I guess you could say the original Doom was like that too, you know. And, and definitely, here's the thing: Doom's scary in like the first few levels, uh, and then it sort of gets um, into a powering through demons sort mm-hmm. of killing spree. Yeah, you know? like at like, the beginning, you're weak, you're vulnerable, you're surrounded by monsters. But I mean, even the like original Doom from like back in the day, like there were some parts of that like when I played it as a kid that freaked me out. Like, uh, what are those one monsters that look like the skeletons with like the two like guns on their shoulders? Oh, I forget their names. Uh, but those things are freaky as hell. Like when you just you open a door and suddenly there's just like three of them walking towards you, constantly like homing in on you, just shooting shit at you. Like that freaked me out. There were times where I was like, I'm done. I'm playing Mario. Fuck this shit. <laughs> you know. And hopefully they're gonna kind of go that route too, like to try to make us piss our pants just as much as have fun. But I mean, hell. They have all the opportunity to do it if it's fucking 20 hours long. I hope there are some good boss fights, too. Oh, there's probably ridiculous. Uh, there have fight. to be, because, God, they can get so creative with those. And as I recall, there really weren't that many in Doom 3. It's basically just a lot of regular enemies and stuff. Yeah. Um, the, the, towards the end of the game, what I'm hearing is, like, first of all, you get, like, double chain guns and ridiculous-ass shit, you mm-hmm. know? So you're taking on huge, huge demons. But uh, for the most part, I think that... um. Uh, in the beginning of the game, you're just fighting zombies and, you know, like the imps and stuff that shoot fireballs. Mm-hmm. Cause that way they're kind of getting you used to like fireballs coming at you and stuff because all the old, all the final games, uh, villains all have like rocket launchers and shit that mm-hmm. are shooting stuff at you and projectiles. So I don't know. I think it's going to be awesome. I'm excited. I, I really, uh, I was almost game. expecting you to say Overwatch. Overwatch? Nah, dude. I don't even know what that game is. It's the, it's the new Blizzard, like, uh, team shooter game that's like kind of like Team Fortress, but with like superheroes and stuff. No, I'm good. You don't even care about nah, any of that. Oh, I'm good. I'm actually kind of excited about Overwatch. It's the first shooter that I've been kind of like looking forward to in a while. Even thinking about picking it up, I'm on the cusp of trying to decide if I'm going to get a PS4 or not. Really? Yeah, it's 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 really tough. I mean, there's only so many games that I really want to play on the system though, like Metal Gear and Batman and. That's really all I can think of, Metal unfortunately. Gear and, and, and Doom. And maybe Doom. I'll borrow your copy. Yeah, you gotta come over, man. At yeah. least see it on my fucking big-ass 4K TV. Yeah. Yeah. Super sexy. You should have uh, waited for this PS4 4.5, whatever they're calling it. I got my PS4 for three, so yeah. I'm not gonna complain. <laughs> Good point. <Yeah. laughs> Good point, yeah. I, I'm not gonna be picky about that. And that thing's that. been uh, trucking along, you know, isn't it a first-gen one? It's first-gen. That's good. Back it shows that day. at least their manufacturing's better. Then, uh... Because I went through two PS3s. You did? Yeah, man. Oh, well, actually, yeah. no, technically, I just went through two... I had two altogether, but the first one crapped out on me. When fucking uh, Mortal Kombat got stuck in the system, and then it just turned off. This was a month after Mortal Kombat had just come out, and I was so fucking pissed. And this was also a month right after that whole PSN outage. Oh, like wow. Like, for a whole month. So it's like, damn, I had to wait a whole month. I play for two days, and then my system dies. And it, you're like, uh, why do you still like PlayStation, Corey? I don't know. <laughs> I've, I've never been an Xbox guy. There are a few games I'd like to play on the system, but not enough to buy it. You need an Xbox. Unless they release a Banjo-Kazooie game. Xbox One coming at you. It better fucking come out. Eventually. Uh, it might not ever. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with There's you. There's hope for Banjo-Kazooie, I think. Maybe. Maybe. No, no, no. It's never coming out. Mm. There's a bird with a band back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Fucking whatever that guy's name is. Yeah, that was the Game Grumps. The Game actually. Grumps. That was when John uh, was a part of the group. The early... The early, uh, the early grumps mm-hmm. before they got ungrumpy, or whatever it is. I don't think they were ever really grumpy, to be honest. Yeah, it's just fuck it. Let's make a funny little cartoon intro that bookends every video that will get stuck in people's heads and force them to watch every episode. That sounds about right. Yeah, that we need we need a new intro. Yeah, big time <laughs> <laughs> for our super comedy page on, yeah, on YouTube, we'll which we one. are working on. We assure you, it's getting worked on. It's just. Uh, it's just you know, low on the priority life list. Life happens, you know? Life happens when you party naked. Yeah. I don't know. I heard that once. Yeah. Oh, no. It's shit happens when you party naked. Shit happens when you party naked. <laughs> Remember that, kids. Words to live by. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> Dangly parts. Uh, dude, so are you excited about uh, the Tesla car that's coming out? No. <laughs> Why are you not excited about electric cars? That's a cool thing. Because uh, I like, I like, I don't know. I mean, electric cars are cool and everything. They just don't. They don't appeal to my manly sense of Why? what I, you, 
of a, what a cool car sounds like when you rev the hell out of it. Does your car sound like a cool car when you rev the hell out Let's of it? Let's not talk about my car. <laughs> my car is not a muscle car by any stretch of the means, but, like, you know uh, what I mean, man. I Yeah. I mean, I can, I can understand the economical sense of them if they eventually become affordable. Well, I mean, the new one. not. Okay, yes. A $35,000 car is still a lot of money, but at the same time, it's not so much money that it's unreachable it's not 120 no it's not it's not an unobtainable goal it's very doable it's just i mean who do you even like can mechanics handle that type of shit like Uh, is it that much different the composition as my dad says you have to almost be a computer engineer now to work on cars that's wonderful and he's like he has a my dad has not a repair shop and he has a hard hard time finding mechanics now because they have to also be certified to work on the computer systems of cars. And they're much more advanced because maybe sometimes your check engine light comes on and you have to get your code checked to see what it is. But now cars are just getting way more advanced than even that. I don't know if you guys even understand all that. But like, so now that you have a, an electric car, there are still the main components like a drivetrain and stuff like that and brakes that are still the same. But I mean, the computer systems that manage those cars are computer systems now you know like and the batteries like you used to just be able to swap out your battery no mm-hmm. big deal but now you have to uh uh like have the whole car taken apart to swap out these batteries and these teslas you know and like when the batteries go bad it's not like you can just jump your car because your batteries are your whole car mm-hmm. you know your batteries are your engine in a lot of ways so when they go bad they go bad but Damn it, cruising around town and you get 215 miles out of it per charge is pretty good. I mean, like a full tank of gas, I think in a normal car, you're getting anywhere from four to 500, so it's still yeah. like cut in half. Mm-hmm. But uh, considering it's that good now, it could definitely be what a car is uh, later on. And they're also talking about later on installing uh, wireless charging for cars and then building it into the roads. So every time you're driving, your car is getting charged at That's the same time. That's freaking strange right there. That's some F-Zero shit right there. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's ways that, that this can be um, practical for the future, mm-hmm. uh, in the future. So, um, and Tesla just released their newest, cheapest version of their car that's like 35 base, and you can build it up to, I think, 55,000 with all the options added to it. And um, how many options are there? Uh, probably like f- stupid shit, like leather interior and dumb oh, stuff. Okay, you yeah. know, like uh, and then there's also uh, they all uh, have the autopilot system, which I find amazing. Like the whole it drives itself. I'm against that. You're against I'm that. Really against autopilot system. Why? It's nothing compared to the intuitiveness of a human when they're driving. What is an intuitive human doing when they're texting and driving? They're being idiots. Yes. For one. God, I almost got hit this morning because <laughs> this woman was on her freaking phone. Put it down. We are going over 50 miles an hour. Just, not, not in her mind. Uh, apparently not. Just, uh, They need to get a lot stricter with that type of stuff. I mean, there's only so much they can do against it, though. That means cops have to not only be watching cars, they have to be watching cars with people inside of them using their damn phones. And that means they have to take their eye off of their vehicle. I mean, it's just, it's, it's really tough to, like you know, basically control that type of stuff. But, I mean, there are people who just use fucking headsets and shit, too, you know, so... And that's better, but it still takes your concentration off the road. And, I don't know, like, with these cars that that, that drive themselves and shit, I mean, obviously you can take over, right? Yes. Like, like Mercedes uh, cars also have this drive-yourself thing. Um, And I think BMW does, too, in their higher-end models. Mm -hmm. They do require you to keep your hand on the steering wheel, though, to work. Tesla is the only version that will work completely uh, autonomous without you touching the steering wheel and stuff like that. Okay. I've seen the Mercedes version. I've been in a, like, top S-class Mercedes. So I can jump in one of these bitches, start it up, I can tell it where to go, and I can build a gun to model wise in a car. They work best on the highway because that's uh, continuous forward motion. And the lines are very well painted on the road. They don't work very well on, like, country back roads. I was about to say, like, don't take this thing for a trip into the mountains. No, no, no. Otherwise, you're going to be careening off the edge. (laughs) No, I wouldn't recommend that at all. But uh, as far as, like, let's say you drive into the city every day and you have a 45-minute commute and 35 minutes of it is on the highway, it'll do that for you. And now you can work in their car or sleep. I don't fucking know. (laughs) Sleeping it just seems like such a dangerous thing to do. <laughs> Imagine that. You see the guy next to you just like <sighs> in his car. What is society becoming uh, <laughs> when that type of shit happens? <laughs> that's gonna happen, Corey. At this point, it's, why don't you just take the bus? 
No, gotta <laughs> sleep. <laughs> At least there's a human driving the damn thing. <laughs> people are totally. I bet people. I bet now that I said that, about thirty people have slept in their Teslas while it's driven them places. I have to imagine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How many people have done that? Oh, that's scary as shit. There are going to be some really bad wrecks with that shit, though. I mean, it's an inevitability. You know, the only time the Google car, the self-driving Google car, has been in an accident is whenever uh, the uh, human took back over and he hit something. Really? Yeah. Man, that they does not perfect... speak well for humans. <laughs> they have perfect records uh, besides that. Um, and uh, I'm pretty sure that's true. I'm almost sure I can Google that. Google <sighs> car. Humans, bad intuition. Cars, good intuition. Human plus car, super bad intuition. I don't know. Are we going to start getting public transportation that drives itself? Putting all the bus drivers out of work? That seems like a bad idea. I'm sure there's a, the bus driver union isn't going to be too happy about that. Yes. Um... Maybe they'll do what they did in, uh, like, Total Recall. We can have, like, porcelain-looking, like, taxi drivers. You know, like, they're fake, but they at least reassure you there's someone in the front seat. Yeah, and they look like people. Yep. Even though they got no legs. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> That's the first thing I thought of. Oh. Damn you, Forrest Gump, and your infinite quotability. Damn you, Lieutenant Dan, you got new legs. <laughs> one of these days, we're just going to have to have a podcast all about Forrest Gump and why it's one of the greatest American motion pictures ever made. I have to agree. Mm -hmm. That could be right now, Corey. No, not, not No, right no, now. We'd, we'd go on for too fucking long. And plus, we're already getting kind of close to the end of the show anyway. Woo! So, um, what else was I going to say? There's Tesla, which you, for some reason, are not into. Just, you know, but I mean, I'm inherently not much of a car guy anyway. Yeah, so, know. like, you know, I mean, I can appreciate cars and everything, especially older ones, but I just, uh, I haven't seen too much from the electric car industry that's, like, really wowed me. I will say it is impressive that they're getting to this type of technology. And I'm sure that uh, the car companies are not happy, because only very few of them have any sort of electric car that's worth a damn. Mm. I think the people who would be most unhappy are probably the oil industry, to be perfectly honest. Uh, the oil industry, yes, but... uh. At the same time, you got to imagine that uh, the oil industry makes a lot of money from not just gas. Oh, like, yeah. Like plastics are made with oil, and mm. there's a lot of things that are just made with oil that, you know. My WD-40. WD-40. <laughs> what is this? Uh, WD-40. Whenever I hear that, I'm always reminded of this amazing video that I saw years ago that is still, like, every time I hear it, like, it, I, I laugh so hard I can't breathe. Which is a uh, a soundboard prank call of Hank Hill calling Home Depot. What? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you know how they used to have all those soundboards with just yeah. character quotes from people, and uh, it's this uh, one of Hank Hill from King of the Hill calling a Home Depot, and it's great because the dialogue is perfect. Like, there's a lot of things he's legitimately asking for. Like, I'm looking for a tap and die and some WD forty. <laughs> And do you have a hammer? I need a damn hammer. Do you know what a hammer is? And it's like just a full like 10 minute clip of this woman talking to, to Hank Hill. She doesn't realize it's it's, it's like a, a prank or anything. She's legitimately trying to help. But it is so side-splittingly funny. Like the, the timing on it is perfect. <laughs> you need a an extensive soundboard to prank someone well with one of those now. Mm -hmm. You know, or else... Uh... Say what? Say what? <laughs> oh my gosh! I love it too. There's this one part where she's asking the name. She's like, "All right, sir, could you give me your name, Bobby, <laughs> and your last name, sir, Carlos?" <laughs> and the Carlos is said with like a question mark. <laughs> Bobby Carlos. Bobby Carlos. <laughs> the long line of extensive. Just Carlos's. thinking about it right now is fucking hilarious. It is one of the. It's probably my favorite prank phone call that I've ever heard. It's just. It's so perfectly timed. Whoever is like operating the soundboard is just doing such a great job with the quick responses, and there's so many responses too. Well, um, that uh, my my favorite prank phone call was uh, you kick my dog. You remember that one? Oh, wait a minute. That sounds so familiar. It's this guy that's pretending to be Middle Eastern, and he kick, he calls another Middle Eastern family, and he's like, you kick my dog. 
I don't even know how to even do it justice. It, it doesn't even make sense <laughs> when I'm talking about it, but it is funny as shit. You have to check it out. Um, but yeah, it's it's good. Oh, so good. <laughs> oh man, yesterday Corey and I were walking through like uh, <laughs> racist moments in film history, and it, we were who were we were talking about? We it were was talking about Breakfast at Tiffany's. Breakfast at Tiffany's. Mickey Rooney is uh... Mickey Rooney is the Asian guy, <laughs> and it's so sad. It's not even good. You know, it's like it's like not even good. Oh, you owe me money. Oh. <laughs> It's like it's like it hurts to watch. It's like that's pretty racist, guys. You just why Played, was America okay with this? Why it was is, it was a very different time. I guess it was well before our time, even you know. Yeah, well, well, like mm-hmm. in some ways, well before our parents' times. Wait, mm-hmm. maybe sort of, kind of. I'd say during the time of my mom and dad, kind of when they were younger. Yeah, yeah. but uh, then there's a fake Indian guy in Short Circuit. Oh God. <laughs> You know, to be fair, like, when I was younger and everything, you know, if nobody would have told me, I would have believed he was Indian. I would have, too. Like, maybe that makes me a bad person. I'm not really sure. Maybe I don't know enough Indian people. Maybe I don't, but, like, I was fully convinced, you know, that the the guy from Short Circuit was truly Indian. I thought thought his accent was a little hammy. Yeah. But I thought maybe it's an Indian guy hamming it up. Mm -hmm. You know? Uh, take it to the car wash and wax that shit. Exactly, freaking Cal Penn did that shit. Yeah, I the thought... one, uh, the one fucking douchebag from uh, uh, what is it, the Big Bang Theory? Yeah, like that. There's one, I think one person in their group is Indian, and he really hands it up as well. Yeah, so I thought it was just an Indian dude hamming it up. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was a white guy with a fake beard on and a bad spray tan. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was convincing to me as a kid i didn't even think about that though like you know when you're a kid you're you're more there was a oh, robot, cool robot movie yeah you know you don't even care about the the human characters at that point hmm. fucking short circuit it's only a matter of time before they reboot that one or when there was a what the fuck is it it's um there was a genghis khan movie done by john, john wayne yeah john wayne oh man i'm genghis khan pilgrim <laughs> John Wayne. John Wayne's pretty damn classic, but I think he's not a very good actor. I mean, he he always plays the same character, Pilgrim. Oh my god. (laughs) It's called The Conqueror. The Conqueror. Genghis Khan is John Wayne. (laughs) The thing is, though, like in Short Circuit, they at least made that guy look pretty decent. Yeah. It's just John Wayne with like one of those like weird Mongol mustaches. Yeah, it's not even very good. And like, they're like, whatever. It's good enough. <laughs> it's like, what? I mean, it was, man. It was just, it was a very different time. I wonder if you can hear this. You can just hear. Oh, that's an ad. Sorry, guys. That is an ad. Thank God. Don't worry about the ads. Don't. Let me see if I can even. I know there's a speech. Oh, my God. This is just so bad. I haven't seen many clips of this. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I find a better speech. I've ba- I've barely seen any clips of it, but I'm very aware of it. Um, oh, boy. Just listen to that old. <laughs> It's so bad. <laughs> it's awful. You return empty-handed from the chase, my son? Not so, fine gazelle. Now we seek bigger game, Harper. Oh, my God. It's so bad. Like, wow. old movies have, like... I, there was a speech that I was looking for, a Genghis Khan speech. Um, Let me see if I can find that speech. Anyway, the point is, that's racist as shit. Yeah. Genghis Khan was one of the most baller conquerors of all time, and now you got this dude. And they turned him into a fucking cowboy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> they turned him into Rooster Cogburn. Oh, my God. <laughs> what the hell were they thinking? <laughs> oh, man. I've seen some John Wayne movies I liked. Yeah. You know, I think I remember calling you once. I was like, yeah, I just watched this John Wayne movie. I like, you were like, what's the name? I was like, I don't know. He's like a cowboy, and he owns some land, and there's a dispute in town. And he has to go there, and he has to fix it, and his wife doesn't like him, and they fight, and he drinks a lot. And they're like... That's like all of them. <laughs> <laughs> that is. It's like practically every... Ju- Did he have an eye patch or not? <laughs> like, that's the only way I can sort of distinguish that. John Wayne was a hard-ass, though. I think there was only one movie he starred in where his character got killed. 
Like, that's not being a hard ass. That's called being a diva with your contracts. A diva. <laughs> John Wayne. Or uh, who else? Uh, uh, there's a movie I've been dying to see, and that's Apocalypse Now. I still have never seen that. You haven't seen Apocalypse Now? Yeah, I need to oh see that. Oh my gosh. That's one of the most intense fucking Vietnam movies ever. I've seen oh my most God. every one of them besides that. Man, it's got uh, it's got Marlon Brando in it. Yeah. Oh, it's got a great He's cast. Like, you're an errand boy. I always remember that, that speech. He's like, you're just the errand boy for the other side trying to kill me. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. Is that what that's from? Yep, that's that, that, that classic line right there. Apocalypse Now is just, it's 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 similar to other Vietnam movies. Like, I don't want to say it's like uh, Platoon or anything. It, it's got like a completely different type of story where like they're going after this one guy who like defected and everything. Marlon Brando's character. Um, but the, the thing about the movie is just the imagery is so fucking intense. Not to mention, uh, they, they straight up like murder a real bull, like in the movie. Oh, they like kill an animal. Yeah. There's like this whole like ceremonial thing with like the Vietnamese, like they're, they're, they're killing this bull and instead of like making it look fake or anything, no, they fucking, they, they fillet this fucker and like under the throat kind of, no, it? even worse. What they do is, <laughs> wow. and this is a part, this is a part of the culture apparently like when well, they dispatch. You know, yeah. When they want to eat meat, you know, it, it provides for the whole village. I get it. It's like a big thing. It's, it's weird though, because this is how they dispatch, like, the animals and stuff, like a bull or a cow or something. They bring this, like, cow out, and then they take this, like, big fucking giant machete, and they don't cut its neck, they don't cut, like, a big artery or anything and bleed it out. They fucking cut through its shoulder, like, just multiple times, and when you see it in the film, it's horrifying, because they don't cut away from it. They show all of it. Oh, so that's like, just nothing implied. No shadow. There's no implication. It's like they're fucking. I'm watching an animal get murdered right now, and it is fucked up. But it's a part of the culture. That's how they dispatch their animals. It's a part of a ceremonial rite. It's what they do. Can we discriminate against that? No. Can we disagree with it? Yeah. But like the fact that they went through with that, like you know, that that was like a point in history where they started to have to do with like that. Oh, no animals were harmed in the making of this film. Like, that was, like, the straw that broke the camel's back was wow. that scene right there. That was it? Yeah. Okay. Like, that, that was a really big turning point for film at the time. I'm sure there there was probably another movie that, like, led to that, but that was, like, a really intense part. Like, I only saw Apocalypse Now, like, for the very first time, maybe about a decade ago, um, and that was, like, I was going through, like, a, man, Vietnam movies kick ass. Like, I was going through, like, this phase, like, I just watched Platoon and uh, Hamburger Hill and all these other ones, and... Uh, I finally sat down and watched that one, but it's so different from the other ones. It's so visceral, and it really affects you on an emotional level. It's so different than other ones. It's There's a reason why uh, it, a lot of like critics really like that one a lot, just because of how unique it is. But it's just, damn, it's one of those movies that will just put you in this weird mood by the time you're done with it. Like You're, not, you're like, I'm not happy, I'm not sad, and I'm not even sure if I liked that movie, but it was well made. Like that's that's just it's like thought. an experience, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you even think after you 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 were ready, you'd seen a lot of Vietnam movies, and then you saw that one, you're yeah. like, "What the fuck was that?" You know, I'm like, <laughs> I think I'll watch Full Metal Jacket next time, which <laughs> is still kind of intense, but nowhere near. You know. That that movie to me is still weird because it does feel like two different movies matched. It is together. two different movies. Yeah. I mean, the first half, all the the boot camp stuff. Yeah. Like that's the best damn part of that movie. Yeah. I always stopped watching it after that changed. Well, I mean, the the second half is okay, but it just sort of turns into like a just a standard war movie you get a little preachy you know firefights a a tad preachy yeah but even the ending of the movie like i don't even remember what the ending of the ending of the movie they just get done with this like huge firefight with the vietnamese a couple people die they save a couple people and then it just sort of like ends with them all just there's this thing in the movie where when the soldiers are marching they're singing the uh the mickey mouse song from the mickey mouse club you know m-i-c-k-e-y-m-o-u-s-e and they're all singing that and stuff, like, as they're, like, marching through, like, all of this fire and stuff. And it's just, it's really, really bleak. Because, like, I think the main point of it is, like, the main character, I think his name is Joker. Mm-hmm. That's, like, his nickname and stuff. He's, like, um, the whole point is, like, I didn't know I could kill before. I just know that I can do it now. And yeah. then it just sort of ends, like, oh, God, that was bleak as hell. Yeah. And the whole movie is kind of like that. But the first half is very different with the boot camp stuff because... Even though it does go to, like, some really dark territory, especially at the end with fucking Gomer Pyle, but, like, it's also kind of funny in some senses. Like, I could I could watch Arlie Ermey chew people out all fucking day. And he was, like, 
in his element back then. Mm-hmm. Like he was at his prime with mm-hmm. the, he came on like in, in force in that. And they, they even say like, uh, I've talked to a few dudes in the military and like, nothing is like boot camp. Like they don't do that in the rest of your military career. Mm-hmm. You know, like they just scream at you like they're just to like, like can they, can, can they, they can, can they hit them? Or... I don't think they're allowed to physically touch. Okay, because in Full Metal Jacket, like, well, he says choke yourself. Yeah, he made him choke himself, but then he went up to that one guy. And he's like, "Hell, I like you. You can come over to my house anytime and fuck my sister." And then he just punches him right in the stomach right <laughs> after that. That's probably my favorite line <laughs> from that movie, just because of how random it is. <laughs> that first scene when he is chewing out all of the recruits in there—that is so great. That'll scare anyone into wanting to join the damn military, man. I, I don't know. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I think I'm way past that point. Yeah. I mean, we know a couple people who have been in the military. One of our good friends, yeah, Cody. Still in there. Yeah. Still killing it. He needs to come on the podcast, man. He needs to get over he's here. He's only been here once, yeah. Um, we, He's been on one episode. Yeah. So we need to, to get back him back. Again. But he's busy. What episode was that, dude? I, I don't even remember. Oh, I forgot we that even was like, had That him. was like 20 episodes ago. It was a while ago. It is a while ago. Yeah, but he definitely needs to be on again because, you know, we grew up with him. He has a lot of the similar mindsets as us. And I'd love to hear his perspective on some of these classic movies. Oh, yeah. We need to we need to get him involved and mm-hmm. see what's up. Um, uh, So, you sure you're not going to get an electric car, Corey? I'm not going to get an electric car. <sighs> I think you should get an electric car. Uh, Maybe. Maybe when they actually become affordable at some point. Yes. Okay, I understand. Which, by the time I retire, seems like that's when that's going to happen. So, Well, you know. Good for that. So Trump's going to be the nominee. Did you uh, hear about that? <laughs> you know what? We're going to end the show there. Because um, I don't even like talking about politics, and that's just going to get me really angry. Yeah. Um, I mean, whatever. We're Whoever the president is going to be, try to support them as much as you can. That's all I can say, and hope they do a good job. But until that happens, we're just going to have to fucking wait and see. So yeah, well, go Trump? Is that no, what you're saying? No, no. <laughs> Man, we should have ended on Boruto today. All right, well, guys, we're going to go ahead and wrap things up. I just want to take a moment real quick and thank Rogue Intel, the amazing network that makes this show possible. They're awesome. They allow us to be ourselves and speak our minds, so make sure to check out the other shows at RogueIntel.com. And if you want to help keep the network going, head over to RogueIntel.com slash Amazon for all of your shopping needs. It doesn't cost you any extra, and a portion of your total will go towards the Rogue Intel network. Make sure to check out their other shows. They have a lot of cool ones that are showing up, a brand new sports team show, and one that I really love which is called unquote which is all about the quotes of movies which is something that i as a big fan of film really really enjoy so make sure to check them out at rogueintel.com damn right damn right thanks guys for listening we always appreciate it it's uh it's it's good to know we have fans yeah. even though that's weird what we like to say is our online friends yes you guys are cool as hell and uh thank you for listening and until next time the powerful nerdcast is out